I'll be moving on, moving on, moving on. I'll be moving on. Y'all remember that song by Maya? Don't act like Maya didn't have the hits, okay? Back in the day, like, Maya was low-key, you know, keeping up with the best of them, you know? She was right up, she had, she had a few hits, like, consistently, you know? Anyway, (laughs) I don't know why that song has been stuck in my head all day, but it has, and I was like, shoot. Y'all gonna get it, cause it's in my head, <laughs> and and I gotta get it out. So, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Ocean Says. I am your host, Love. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To my regular listeners, welcome back. And I hope everyone had, like, really a great, productive week. So, um, have y'all been getting into Queen Sugar? Like, Nova bought alone, lost her damn mind. I don't understand why it is you feel the need or feel the, like, feel it's your place to tell anybody's truth. Regardless if you think that truth is going to help the masses, it wasn't your place to say anything. Just talk about what you do. Talk about you screwing that white man, that white police officer who was married. Talk about you being, you know, you being responsible for sweet tea getting locked up. Talk about you being an advocate, you being, you know, sexually sexually fluid. You ain't got to put everybody's business out on front street for the world to read and criticize and think. And it was just so low down the way she did it. Like, you didn't even talk to nobody beforehand. You just did it. And don't expect for people to have reactions or 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 maybe you did expect, but you didn't care. Like, it was just all about what you wanted and people like that mm -mm. they 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 too selfish you may have good intentions but your presentation was like basura garbage horrible you did your family wrong and like aunt vi say don't knock on my door and don't bring no flowers to my my um my coffin jeez i was like listen she meant that she meant that with every fiber of her being and i wasn't mad at her for it i wasn't mad at her for it and you see her being fast caused problems like she her going and talking to um to jimmy aunt vi's ex-husband now open the door for the ex-husband to think he could just come and pop up and 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 disrupt Vi- Aunt Vi's peace. No, man. You can't do things like that. You got to go. 
That was completely out of order. And I'm glad she put it in her place. Because when you do things selfishly and and out of order, you got to be held accountable. You have to. So it served her right. It served her right. Um, Vicasta aside, disown her. And she just going to have to deal with it. Maybe her millions will bring her comfort. You know, being that she won't have her family anymore. But anyway, this promises to be, you know, a very uh, heartfelt, I would say heartfelt episode. And um, we shall return with um, my favorite segment of the show, Oshun's Crown. All right, stay tuned. Okay, we're back with my favorite part of the show. Uh, This is Oshun's Crown, and this is where we get to honor our black excellence. We get to acknowledge greatness within our community so if you know someone who is celebrating a promotion uh, who may have found out some great news like they're getting married or they are um, having a baby you got your dream job you you got your passport <laughs> and now you can finally you know travel and see this great big world you know you let us know let us know here at Oshun says and I will definitely shout you out because you deserve praise you deserve acknowledgement you deserve to feel good you know definitely send me your nominees or um or if it, even if it's yourself let me know at oshun says at gmail.com that is o-s-h-u-n-s-a-y-s at gmail.com and i'll shout you out aloud okay this week's uh crown recipient i mean it's kind of three weeks overdue um, it is cousin Ava DuVernay. I mean, wow. You know, there's, there is something magical that happens when you tap into your purpose in life and you follow and obey God's will for your life and you are effective in your movement. If you don't know, living under a rock, I don't know, just, or or not paying attention, <laughs> Ava, du- Ava DuVernay had uh, written, no, she directed, excuse me, she directed and, and created and did all the research and um, really just birthed this, this four-part series for Netflix called When They See Us. And it chronicle, chronicle, Lord, can't say that word. I don't know why. 
Anyway, it follows <laughs> the trial of the Central Park Five, which we will no longer, you know, refer to them that like that. That was what the media coined them as. They are now um, ca- called the Exonerated Five. That's what we would respectfully give call them, the Exonerated Five, which was um, Antron, Corey, um, oh my goodness, why am I losing uh, my train of thought? Antron, Corey, Kevin, and what's the Hispanic guy name? Oh my goodness, forgive my heart, forgive my, forgive me, it's my head, not my heart. Oh my goodness. But anyway, you guys know who I'm talking about. Oh my God, what's his name, Richard? Jesus, what is his name? Oh goodness, I feel terrible. Oh, I just went blank. I don't remember his name. Um, But these five young boys were falsely accused um, and imprisoned for the assault and vicious rape of a a jogger in Central Park back in 1989. Um, These five boys were (laughs) tracked down, I guess, by police officers, forced into false confessions and even beaten by police also against, you know, and totally violated their rights by interviewing minors without the presence of an adult or a police um, or a lawyer um, in some instances. And as a result, even though uh, there was evidence Clearing them, this this piece of no. Let me be nice. Let me be nice. This process, this overzealous—that's the word. This overzealous uh, DEA over the Manhattan Sex Crimes Unit in New York, like forced. Um, the prosecutor uh, Elizabeth Letterer to continue in prosecuting and trying these young guys for a crime that they did not commit and I mean she did such an excellent job in showing and humanizing these young boys because back then he was they were not given such grace in fact number 45 even put out ads in newspapers all across New York calling for the state to to reinstate um, the death penalty specifically to kill these young these young boys now what kind of wickedness is that huh you just tell you it just tells you like that they didn't even have a conviction they didn't even have a conviction and this is what they were going this is what he was trying to do to these young boys you tell me he ain't racist but anyway i digress um she did such a, a epic job 
um, in telling their story, telling their truths, and showing the hardships, not only for these young guys, but for their families and the residual effects of, of what the injustice system did to them. And, um, now as a result of this powerful moving, uh, mini series, Linda, Linda, I don't have to say her name right. Possum face. Linda, whatever her name is, has had to step down from several organizations. Her uh, publisher, because she became like an author as sexist and this murderous uh, author. Like, 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 I guess I don't know what kind of books they were. I think they were like thrillers or murder mysteries or sex crime mysteries. Um, she became like, she was, she got dropped by her, uh, by her book publisher. She, everyone is disassociating themselves with her. They want nothing to do with her, which, um, is good. And, um, and even Elizabeth Lerderer, the prosecutor who, the person who actually tried the case, she had to step down from um, her teaching position at Columbia University. Shout out to those um, black law students who got her up out of there. Okay, this is a whole, these, this is a time for cancel seas. This is what effective cancellation is about. This is what purposeful cancellation is about. And we have to thank Cousin Ava for bringing that to light. 30 years after this tragedy occurred, these men are finally getting, I guess, a chance of, of to tell their story. They're getting a chance to really, really, you know, give, give their voice credence because they didn't, they were not allowed that before. So, um, shout out to cousin Ava for that. And you know, we see, I'm saying a cousin, right? Cause you know, she don't want to be no auntie, but she only 46. So I can see why she don't want to be auntie. Right. Not when we still calling, um, Maxine Waters auntie. I can get why she don't want to be called auntie. Uh, even though it's a sign of respect, but you could be cousin Ava, you could be cousin Ava or God sister Ava, whatever. Um, <laughs> but Miss Miss Duvernay, I hope that you accept your Ocean's crown and may you wear it with pride. I don't know the likelihood of you ever hearing this podcast, but just in case you do, I hope you know you feel that um, your work, your work was purposeful and impactful and we thank you we salute you please please keep it up please keep honoring your divine gift um, because it is it's changing it's changing the world like Netflix said that this is the most watched show ever on their on their streaming service so that tells me that white people saw this show <laughs> many white people 
many, many, many white people all across the world, all across the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. DuVernay. I look forward to your future works. We love you. We celebrate you. All right, you guys, we'll be back with today's topic. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And um, today's topic um, is one that I'm sure we will, it will come up again and again and again because it's such a broad topic. And there's so many different ways you can apply it um, in your life. And that topic is honesty honesty and you know the more I think about honesty is the more I learn like how much it means to my everyday life like how much it means to me as a as a person like honesty is a very essential part of me. Um, I was thinking like on my drive home, um, about honesty and honesty is one of the greatest insurance for peace in your life. See, when you're honest, you never have to think about the lie catching up on you, um, remembering, taking that lie and then compounding it with another lie because, you know, that's just how lies go. Like, you got to keep lying. And, And honesty also allows for other people to be able to just navigate the way they should um, with you or in, in, in any type of situation involving you and and I just I just wish I, I just wish that people understood the importance of honesty. Um, it definitely speaks to your character. It definitely speaks to your integrity. And I feel like oftentimes you would miss out on your blessings because you were dishonest. You chose to be dishonest. We look at celebrities, like the one who comes to mind right now is Cardi B. Like, she is very, very, very honest. And it's because of that authenticity that that we see. And it's because of that rawness that shines through. 
she's relatable. And that relatability has opened up many, many, many doors. Sure, a lot of people don't like her. Sure, people want to, you know, try to like down her. But guess what? We can't say anything about the woman because guess we already know all what she had to give because she was already honest. scandal came out about her many like I guess some nudity thing some nudity some nude uh, video came out about her and she was like um hello (laughs) I was a stripper I busted wide many on many many occasions so what you see this video so what so what she was able to maintain peace in her within herself and not feel shame because she was already honest. And then I looked on the news, like through the blogs, and I looked at YBF and I see pictures of Carmelo Anthony on a cruise ship with some very, very beautiful lady. And everybody's running away with the idea that she, that he is on a cruise Cheating on his wife, Lala, but on Instagram, wishing her a happy birthday at the same time. Number one, we don't know anything about what's going on in their personal life. But the man had to come out and say, oh, um, she was there with her husband and I was there with friends. Like, we, we weren't together. We just happened, you know, you just happened to catch the pictures. They just happened to catch pictures like that, but it's not like that. And it's causing all this strife and confusion in my life and my, with my family. And we, but I would ask that the blogs please correct their articles. But you see why it has to be questioned? Because he's been dishonest. He's been, he lacked integrity. His character is, is, Less than because of choices he made to not be honor, honest. He's not honorable in his manner, in his marriage. Some say that Lala is the same way, but guess what? We don't have no concrete proof. We don't have no proof. So there's no, you know, we can't, I can't speak on that. But we know that Carmelo, on many occasions has been unfaithful. We know that Lala has been, you know, for a time she was separated from her husband. Um, But again, we don't know if she she decided to go back and be with him. But again, honesty. I was sitting back and watching um, Love Jones. And Love Jones is one of those movies I swear. Anytime it comes on, I will watch it. And... Nia Long's character asked uh, Lorenz Tate's character, "Oh, um, I, I gotta go to New York, my for for this and for that, and my ex, he wanted to see me. Now I know you and I, we ain't in no official relationship, and." You know, I'm technically free to do whatever I want to do. But I'm coming to you to ask you what you think of that. And instead of Darius, Lorenz Tate's character, 
choosing to be honest about his feelings and his emotions. He allowed his bravado to take over and to seem emotionless. And he lied and said, oh, I don't care. Like, you know, (laughs) you ain't no bird in no cage, do you? So, Nia pack, you know, she pack up and she gone and she meeting up with this man. And it didn't pan out. Like she realized, ah, you see me, we are ex for a reason. He, he griping about cereal. I ain't got time. And then, you know, he, with the next woman, but really thinking about her. So now, because you're not honest about your feelings, your true feelings, you are entangling another woman into your web. And she is like, I'm just here. Like, why? What? I'm just here. And, you know, I'm liking you. In an instant, she can be gone in a, in a second because he's not really trying to check for her. She's just a meantime girl. Granted, we don't know what the conversation was, you know, with with this other woman that he started seeing, but we know the audience and, and, and viewers know that his heart and his mind is with, with Nia. So I don't know why people like to create hardship in their lives. Maybe they don't feel safe to be honest for whatever reason. But I just, I I want people to realize that being dishonest causes more confusion, causes more problems, causes more trouble for you. I mean, it can't be comforting to lie every day. Like, why you got, like, why? Why do that to yourself? So it tells me that a person who chooses to lie also lack love for themselves. That has to be, like, low self-esteem. No? Like, Unless, unless you're like a sociopath and you don't have any type of, or you don't have any type of, of conscience, you can't sit at peace lying, knowing you lied, knowing at any moment that it could all blow up in your face. I just don't understand the choice to lie, to be dishonest. And sometimes, you know, people have a tendency to be, I don't want to say a little too honest, but they have no coof with their honesty. Because, you know, we always say, oh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You know, you could deliver a message and be honest in your message. But if it, if it comes 
if it's delivered on a piece of a garbage can, who's going to be able to receive that? You can't, the presentation of the honesty is disgusting. I don't want to hear it. You want to see it. So I I apply that more so to like when you want to give someone some honest feedback. Don't, you know, bring it, give it with a, with a place, bring it to your friend, loved one, associate, business partner, whatever, with, you know, with, wrapped up nicely. You don't have to be nasty. Because the point is, when you're being honest with somebody like that, you want them to receive the message. You want them to, you know, take that dose of medicine pretty easy. You don't want them to, you don't want it to be bitter because then they don't, they don't want to take it. They're not going to want to hear it again. They're not going to want to receive it from you because you're nasty with it. You're harsh. You're cold. Um, I had to learn that. I had to learn that the hard way, like. I remember, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, like you, you tough, your mouth is kind of reckless, not intentionally. It just, you know, that's what you, that's what you learn, you know, and then being Panamanian, (laughs) we, we talk hard. It's, (laughs) it's not, we ain't for the faint of hearts. I put it that way, you know, we come from strength and. And there's, there's a lot of passion with us. Um, and I used to I used to just talk and say what I have to say. And then a girlfriend of mine, my good, 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 good sister told me, there's a, you know, you could be blunt, love, but you don't have to be rude. And I sat with that, and I sat with that, and I sat with that. And I said, wait. Maybe there is an issue with the way I to speak to people and deliver my honesty. I gotta work on that. I mean, now I moved down south. I think I look back on all the things that I used to say and how I used to say it, and I was like, dang, I was rough. But to these people down here, I'm still rough, but a little bit rough. I... At this point, <laughs> I can't water myself down anymore. Okay, I'm, I, at this point, maybe in the future I can—I don't know—I can, you know, I'll water it down some more. But as as of right now, I'm pretty content with being me. Um, and I'm pretty content because it's honest, it's raw, it's real, it's me. I can close my eyes at night and know that I'm going to be having, I'm going to be at peace because I ain't lying to nobody and I ain't, I'm not receiving any lies. You know, I have a friend who, who, um, I was in contact with today and she is still like months later dealing with lies lies of a past lover how it still affect her that pain that mm, it's just 
is and it's all and it's all unnecessary. I mean, sure, it's a choice for her to still hold on to it, and you know, in time, you know, it will it will subside, and she'll learn to forgive and forgive herself for um, for choosing to ignore certain things. But at the end of the day, you know, that man chose to tell lies. Chose to tell lies when he could have just been honest. Now he's gone, moved on, and she still had to deal, you know, she's still dealing with emotional side effects from that lie, from those lies. I don't know, maybe because my father, he was very big on integrity. He always pushed, maintain your integrity, maintain your integrity, maintain your integrity with everything. And I had, I had that in the back of my mind when I took my first job um, right, right out after, as soon as I graduated. And I was an associate investigator and every day I had to lie. I had to lie every day to do my job. And I felt wretched. I felt despicable. And it didn't help that my mother was like, mm, how was your lying job today? It used to kill me every single time she said that. I only lasted six months there because I couldn't do it no more. I was like, I can't do this. I didn't recognize the person that I was, that I was becoming. I didn't like it. I did not like it at all. So, you know, I started looking for another job, and sure enough, I quit. <laughs> I quit. And and it was the best, it was the best decision. Sure, I made less money at this next position, but I had peace of mind. And it felt way, way, way better. It felt way better. So... Choose to be honest. Choose, choose to, to have peace. Choose to ensure yourself with, with, with the soundness of a, of, of, of a still mind, of a peaceful mind. Choose that for yourself. It ain't worth it, and you never get away with it. Sooner or later. It's gonna come up to it's gonna catch up to you sooner or later. I mean, we just we just watched, as I explained earlier, Linda Fairstein, the prosecutor, the head prosecutor, the head DEA, excuse me, um, that presided over the sex crime unit in New York back in 1989. Tell lie after lie. Ignore truths. And, you know, what happened? Didn't the truth come out eventually? And isn't she losing everything now? And the whole world found her out? And now we don't call them the Central Five, the Central Park Five anymore. We call them the Exonerated Five. And we look at her like she needs to be 
jailed. And we question every single case that she presided over. And we want, and we're calling now for every single case that she was dealing with to be re-examined. Granted, the, the, you know, the Manhattan DA, DEA now said, no, they're not going to do it. But at the end of the day, she got to live with that. Everybody's looking at her like, Mm-mm, we don't want to be associated with you. So, as my mother would say, what's sweet you now, what's sour you later? Maintain your integrity and always be honest. Okay. So, we'll be back with the Oshun's quote of the day. Although I gave like many quotes that you could keep <laughs> in this uh, in this topic, in this segment. But um, I got another good one. I got another good jewel for y'all. All right, we'll be back. Okay, it's now time for Oshun's quote of the day. And rather than give you an actual quote, I just have a couple tips that I wanted to share with y'all. Um, and it's in the same vein of what we took away from the movie um, when they, not sorry, not movie, but the series, the Netflix series, When They See Us. There was a couple things that I feel like I should definitely take the time to um, bring bring um, bring to the forefront. Uh, the first thing is you gotta teach young people from young, like like from eight years old. I feel start talking to your young ones about how it they are to interact with police. Okay. I feel like you start drilling these things into their head from now, from that age, it'll be second nature by the time they, um, are going out and about into the world by themselves. Um, the first tip is, you know, more importantly than calling your parent, say nothing. Say nothing. If you have to say something, say your name and that you do not feel comfortable. You do not want to speak with anyone without the presence of a lawyer. You will not speak with anyone without the presence of a lawyer. That comes to me, that comes even before asking to speak to your parent. Okay? You say that first, you make it abundantly clear that that you don't have that I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to say anything. You can have you can have after that you can say, "Oh, and please bring my parents here." Those two things lawyer first, then parent in that situation, in these type of situation, especially in these times because we're targeted, okay? The police can lie and say anything to get you to present evidence against yourself. So that's their job. Their job is to figure out who did it, who did a crime, who 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 um was 
you know, guilty of something. That ain't your job to give them evidence or say anything for, 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 their, to, for their job to be easier. No, you don't say anything, okay? Another thing you have to really let them understand is the power of, am I under, the, under arrest? And if they tell you no, I would like to leave now. Am I under arrest? And if the answer is no, you say, I would like to leave. Okay? Those are very, very important things because guess what? No one's teaching you this. No one's telling you this from, you know, the, and the police are not your friends. They're not going to tell you, you know, you can, you, that you're not under arrest and you don't have to, they're going to use, and you don't have to say anything. They're going to use intimidation tactics because they're trying to, to pin somebody down for a job, for a crime, because that's their job. Their job is to find the culprit. But if it's not you, or even if it is you, don't say nothing. Don't say anything. And if you're not in, you know, if you're not under arrest, you don't need to be in their presence. Okay. Those are some very, very important tips. Um, also. Never, ever, 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 ever lie and say that you did something that you did not do. We talked about honesty and the repercussions of, of you being dishonest. And we talked about, you know, those boys in, in the Exonerated Five, you know, being coerced into false confessions. It's a lot harder for a defense lawyer to have to undo or present even evidence to a jury about, okay, this is, yes, they said this, they, they confessed, but it was under duress. It was a false confession. They didn't do it. And here's all the evidence that, that supports that they didn't do it. They don't care. The jury, the jury nine times out of 10 don't care especially if you said you did it. If you said you did it, you're guilty. Don't do that. Do not give your lawyer more work having to trying to defend you because you decided to lie on yourself, okay? And, oh, another thing. Don't eat or drink anything, okay? They can get your DNA off of those things that you're eating and drinking from, Again, we're not going to make it easy for them to pin anything on you, okay? It is you versus them in that moment. You're not friends. Don't let them play that good cop, bad cop, and you believe that if you just say what they want to hear, you get to go home early. No, you won't. You see, Corey? Corey just, all he did was go and accompany Antron and the next thing you know, he ended up getting the worst. Getting it the worst. Going straight to the adult jail. The boy never even got to say goodbye to his family members. They never even got to see the, the, the light of day until 13 years later. All because what? He lied on himself. Yes, it was under duress. But it was not easy for them to be able to say, hey, this is not true. And let's throw this out. This system is rigged against us. Okay, and people, when they go to jury duty, they don't even care about the facts. 
They don't even care. They just want to get in and get out because they're not getting the they're not making the money that they're supposed to be making at their regular job. They don't even care. So you gotta care enough. You gotta be forward thinking enough and tell your kids these things from early. It's very, very important that we remember these things. I know I'm not the most eloquent person. I don't have a legalese, you know, but I'm smart enough to know these certain steps. And I know that it was my responsibility. Since I know this, I have to share it with you guys. So that's the Oshun quote of the day. Okay, we're going to recap. So the first thing is to give your name, but don't say anything else. And when you do need to say something else, it is... I will, I will not say anything to you and without the presence of a lawyer. I do not want to speak to you without the presence of a lawyer. And then you can ask for your parents. Understand another point? Understand the point that of um, am I under arrest? If you're not, if they tell you no, you can leave. All right? Number three. What was number three? I'm sorry. I'm using this from the top of my head, you guys. Okay. Number three is don't confess the things that you know you didn't do. All right. Don't say anything. Do not lie on yourself. Do not allow them to coerce anything from you or, or, or allow them to play these mind games because they are not your friends at all all they're not your friends at all the police are not your friends they're not your friends i don't know how many ways i'm going to stress this out but i've stressed this but it's really really important that the, like young people understand they're not your friends okay and then also do not allow them to take dna evidence from you by drinking anything while you're interrog if if you're in that interrogation room for hours i don't care how how thirsty how dry your mouth get i don't care how how much your belly is touching your back do not eat anything don't drink nothing give them nothing to work with so they can use and plot against you okay i talk to y'all as if i was talking to my loved ones and they don't even like it when I say it, when I talk like this, but it's because I'm passionate. I'm really, and I really, really, really want you guys to understand this. Okay. These are some really, really important tips that's going to save the your life. It's going to save your life. It's going to save you a lot of money <laughs> from lawyer fees. Don't say nothing. All right. I love you guys for real. Okay, we will be back next week with a great another great topic. I hope you all have a productive week. And if nothing else, stay black, stay blessed, and stay beautiful. Bye guys.